0: St. Paul begins today by saying, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. Really? How? How is that possible? Because sometimes I'm sad and I don't want to rejoice. Sometimes I need to work for my family and I don't have time to pray. And sometimes I don't want to give thanks because life is just not fun. So how can we rejoice always and pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances when that's not the experience of our life? Because sometimes things are not that way. But when we think about these things, we think about rejoicing, we think about prayer, we think about thanks. And this is always a light in our life. It's the good things in our life. But when we're sad, when we're over busy with work, when there's just evil in our life, we equate that with darkness and we feel it. It's something almost tangible in our life. But in our gospel today, it says that John came to give testimony to the light. The light coming into the world. And what is the greatest light that we know? It's the sun. The sun is the greatest light that we know, and when we think about the sun shining on the earth, we know that the light of the sun is what gives life. Without the sun, we wouldn't have life, and we feel that especially in Canada during winter months when we have less of it, that we all feel a little bit down because we're longing for that light in our life. But when it's nighttime and we don't see that light, we don't stop believing that the sun exists just because we can't see it anymore. We know that the sun is still there. If we see a solar eclipse where the moon completely covers the sun, the moon can't because it still has a halo of light. The sun's light is too great to be eclipsed. During nighttime, what do we have as our witness to the light? The moon. The moon that perfectly reflects that sunlight back to the earth. And the reflection of the moon in a clear sky on a summer's night is almost as beautiful as the sun. This is what we see as testimony to the light. An image for Mary that you can see in the stained glass window up by Our Lady of Guadalupe is the moon. Because she perfectly reflects the light of her son. John the Baptist is this moon testifying to the light, reflecting that light of God. And in our own darkness in our lives, we remember that. That there's always something, or most always something, that's testifying to that light in our life. Even when darkness seems overwhelming. But what happens when there's a new moon. And what happens when there's clouds in the sky on the night of a new moon? It's very dark, exceedingly dark, like there is no light. So what do we do when we're in that place in our life, when we don't see any little bit of light seeming to stream into our life? That's the hard place. That's where it gets really challenging. And for me, I turn to a quote from Pope Francis that I use often at funerals, and maybe you've heard me quote it before. It's from Evangelium Evangelii Gaudium, which is the joy of the gospel. This is what he says. I realize, of course, that joy is not expressed the same way at all times in life, especially in moments of great difficulty. Joy adapts and changes, but it always endures even as a flicker of light, born of our personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. That when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. So it doesn't matter how much darkness there is, joy can remain because of that love. And if we go back to our image of the sun and the earth, The earth exists because it is in perfect relationship with the sun. The earth exists because it is what it is intended to be. It is the perfect size for us. Its gravity is not too big and it's not too small. It's perfect for us. We are the perfect distance from the sun. It's not too hot and it's not too cold. We have the perfect speed around the sun that we can maintain an atmosphere that brings life. If the earth shifted its orbit in any one direction, it could no longer be a life-giving planet. But no matter what state we are in, whether we are in the light or in the dark, the earth remains the earth because of its relationship to the sun. In our Christian lives, no matter what the circumstances of our life are, we are who we are because of our relationship with God. The circumstances of our life don't determine what our relationship with God is. The fact that we exist is testimony to God's love for us. And that's what Pope Francis is pointing to. He's not talking about a joy that means that we're smiling all the time and singing and dancing because at the funeral of a loved one, that's the last thing you want to do. But it's a joy that remains, a joy of the personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are loved because we are us. That's the gift of the light that John comes to give testimony to. That's the gift of our faith, and it's not dependent on the circumstances of our life. But we struggle with that. We look to God, and we put our full belief in Him when there's light in our life. And then when the darkness comes, we cry out and say, God, where are you? And there's nothing wrong with that until we start to slip away and saying, God, you must be gone. But he's not. The fact that we are here means that he is too. And so, what do we do when that darkness seems overwhelming? When there seems to be no testimony to the light, to God in our life? We pray and we pray, and God doesn't seem to be answering. What do we do? We do, like we heard in our psalm today that was not a psalm. The psalm that we had today is the Magnificat, the hymn of Mary when she meets her cousin Elizabeth. And what does Mary pray in that hymn? She prays the memory of the people of God. She remembers everything that God has done. He has remembered His servant. He has remembered the promise He made to Abraham. She remembers. Our memory is important. Because when darkness comes in a power outage, you don't scramble to try to bring back all the light. Because that would be futile. To try to put on, put on enough light to equal the light that you had before the outage would be crazy. What do you do? You light a candle or a flashlight. And this is enough to get you until the light comes back on. When you have difficulty in life, we don't necessarily have to find a solution right away. We can remember the times where we got through difficulty and overcame it. And that gives us the strength to stay in the difficult situation long enough to wait for grace. Or if you think about losing a loved one in your life, how do we move forward when we've lost somebody that we love so dearly? We tell stories about their life. We remember them. We bring them back present to us through these memories. And it's the same in our life with God. You're here right now because there was at least one moment in your life where you experienced God in some way. Maybe that was the only moment, but you had a moment. In those dark moments, remember. Remember the light in your life. Because sometimes we are in the darkness. Sometimes we don't see that light. But the fact that we exist is testimony to God's love for us. So when St. Paul says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, it seems daunting. But to rejoice always, first remember your own story. Remember the time where you knew God to be real. And don't underestimate the light that is brought to you by people in your life. I think we undervalue that sometimes. The way that God has revealed to us through others. I can tell you that you do it for me often. When St. Paul says to pray without ceasing, be like when there's a power outage. Don't try to turn on all the lights at once. Light a candle. Start with a simple prayer of faith in the midst of the darkness. And in giving thanks through all circumstances, come back to your faith and the promise of God, remembering that God brings all things to the good. That's Advent for us. We're waiting in darkness, and we light a simple light, waiting in hope for the light that comes.